1: Hail Cheaters, and welcome to the Always Cheating Fantasy Premier League Podcast. My name is Josh. I'm here with Brandon. Brandon, how are you?
0: I'm great, Josh. I am feeling the love right now. I mean, first of all, it's the holiday season. But second of all, uh, I just want to express gratitude to our listeners. This Sunday, we had a great meetup in Brooklyn at our favorite place, the Black Horse Tavern, with listener Gavin Doyle. He's a Patreon subscriber, hails from Ireland. Got to meet him and his lovely girlfriend. But just got me thinking about... How lucky we've been with the Always Cheating Pod. I think you echo echo these sentiments, right, Josh?
1: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: From 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 one end to the other. We've we've had great meetups with guys like Nick Wright, Jeff Petter, Rick Sito uh recently. We've got great Patreon subscribers. But I really want to just thank all of the people who we never come into contact with who listen to Always Cheating, yeah. which is the vast majority of the people out there listening right now. <laughs> so we yeah, we talk a lot about true. uh yeah, the, the like the, the December pledge drive that we're in the midst of. Um and all that said, I just wanna I don't wanna miss thanking all the great listeners out there who just tune in weekly for always cheating as part of their FPL routine. So that's that's my screed. I just yeah, wanna like welcome you, everyone. It's like Share you're Scrooge
1: love. and you've been visited by three ghosts or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. this is very, very and it's a good Christmassy way to start this podcast, Brandon. And I'm I'm not feeling very much in the Christmas spirit right now after um after I had two bad game weeks stuck into 5 days or whatever it was. Uh no, I guess it was a, it was a full 7 days of bad weeks because it started last Tuesday and it finished uh the, today on Monday.
0: That sounds uh, like a Judd Apatow movie, 7 days of
1: bad <laughs> weeks. 7 <laughs> Yeah, it was it was not awesome. Uh and I I think I went on a little bit of a little bit of tilt. I think I went on a little FPL tilt. Um, last Thursday, I, I burned four to drop Azpilicueta. I turned him into Christensen, and then I turned Fabianski into uh, De Gea, which uh, I think cost me – I think it was nine points that I just straight up cost myself by doing that move. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that that has me like in a little bit of a state. How are um, you to
0: predict? It, it is it is very poetic in an FPL way that Fabianski gets the penalty save against Wayne Rooney. <laughs> right, the, the, the week that points. you burn four yep. to
1: get rid of, him. yeah, it's amazing and uh, it's it's horrible horrible luck on my part. Uh, it makes me feel kind of ill because I hate making a goalkeeper transfer to begin. Like it's going to take me like fifteen weeks to like actually get like to amortize that cost. Now you know it's it's uh, an interesting very, it's very
0: frustrating. It, it's yeah. I, I, I hear how it's frustrating for you, and it is an interesting way to look at it. I think um, you think burn four to get De Gea in for Fabianski. Great long term move, right? You're, it's an easy set and forget keeper, but the nine points from Fabianski. Yeah, you're right. It's gonna. I think I, I don't think people think about it that way, where it's gonna take you like a month
1: just to get back to. Square just one for, it to, for it to even out exactly yeah. if it ever does you know and so yeah it was it was that was that was I mean and con- you know man uh and if United had, con- had not conceded at home it would have it would you know wouldn't have been quite so painful but uh you know Nemanja Matic said it have you know a couple games a year he just kind of blows it for his team yeah. uh at they, least they were away from they
0: were they were away from home against West Brom
1: yeah but they were dominating that game and then they just kind of you know stop paying attention on a set piece and
0: yeah and, and watch stupid goal. Watching that goal happen basically in slow motion, you just see the ball for, for a single moment. It's like none of the bodies were moving and the ball is is just one yard outside of, uh, of the goal and yeah. everyone's standing there and Gareth
1: Barry just basically kicks it, just has to put a toe out. So it was just, you know, I, it was, you know really, I mean, if there's like a theme to our podcast this year, especially, you know, our 100th episode, we asked a bunch of people for advice. The theme is really to be patient with your team. And not rush to burn points, and and like wait players out, wait out there. It's actually funny because we're going to talk in, in the podcast about uh, who to hold and who to drop. And um, you know, I think patience is a word we're going to use a fair amount. I, although the, I think there are some players that we definitely are looking to drop, but I think. You know, you should really almost never burn four on defenders. It almost never. <laughs> I mean, yeah. OK, yeah, you can look at it like then through a long term lens, but you are almost definitely going to lose points that 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 game week. Um, sure. and you should always try to you know avoid it if there's an alternative option. Yeah, there um, are caveats there with
0: um, suspensions or injuries where maybe you need to, to field a full 11 you had to burn yeah. four.
1: Sometimes it's you're almost better off just fielding 10, yeah, you know, if yeah, you don't uh, think that yeah. you can do it. Um, Or you you don't think you can actually make the cost back Um, Yeah, so it's just And now, uh, you know, Tarkovsky It looks like he's going to get suspended for a couple of matches Uh, Charlie Daniels Is injured Uh, Klosnyk is um, Out of the rotation, and Stephen Ward is injured So suddenly uh, I was was like 18k in the world A week ago, and now I'm like I'm at 60k And four of my five starting defenders Are injured, and it's like What just happened? So it's it's Christensen, Tarkovsky, okay. Ward, uh, Klosnick, and Daniels.
0: Okay. Well, the the best one there is the one that's that's healthy and ready to start. So <laughs> I guess that's a little silver lining. For I you. guess
1: I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like, do I burn for and d- two defenders again? Like, oh, like that's, I just know it's not going to work out. Um, and you know, especially if I burn for to bring in even someone like Odomendi, I'd be nervous about because, uh, you know, just. I feel like there's a little bit of rotation risk there. And I know that some people will say there's just no chance at all because, you know, company is injured. But, I mean, come on. We're like – look at the manager we're talking about here. Of course there's always a rotation risk there. Um, So I just – I really don't know what to do right now. I'm kind of – I'm just going to wait until Friday. I'm just going to – whatever point hits come or, like, drops – I think Kolesnik is probably going to drop in the next day or two. I'm just going to – I'm going to take those hits and I'm going to wait until Friday and, like – you know, let all of the league Cup matches play out, Let all the press conferences come through. Maybe Ward is back by this weekend. If so, it's not nearly as much of a problem because I would probably have started Ward at home anyway, even to Spurs. Um so then I would just need to just make one defensive transfer, uh, which would be a lot easier to stomach so. Yeah. Anyway, that's this... that's my like mini rant there. Uh, how was how was your game week, Brandon? You had two game two uh, good ones in a row, right? Yeah. So your
0: fortune goes this way, and mine seems to go the other way. So right. to this my my second green arrow in a row. I had a game week rank of 511k, and that's the best game week rank I've had since game week seven. So I'm feeling wow. really good on 71 points. Uh, I held my transfer again this week. No transfers, and I put the armband on Hazard and. Yeah, you know, in, in hindsight, there were a few better options. I actually vice-captained Roberto Firmino, and that was just sort of a it's easy to do something cheeky like that with a vice-captain and say, like, oh, yeah, I mean, I knew Firmino was going to have a great game. That's why I vice-captained him. No, I <laughs> right. I knew Hazard was going to play, and it didn't really matter. <laughs> but um, Firmino uh, getting three, three bonus and the goal and assist really took my game week to the next level, and that was great. It really... And it, it really counteracted people who held Murata and ended up with the, uh, the the one point cameo. I you know I I'm still very nervous about long term how Murata plays against Firmino, and I think Murata is at least going to to get even or, or do better than Firmino at the long term. So Firmino feels still short term in a way, but. Calvert Lewin, my favorite art project, as you're fond of saying, which you're now on board with,
1: <laughs> yep, gets yep. yet
0: another goal, um, three goals, six assists on the season. That feels good. And then um, Kevin De Bruyne, my sometimes albatross, sometimes um, trophy hoisting hero of my team, comes away with another goal. And it was that was the scariest point of the weekend was when Delhi crushed. Kevin De Bruyne's ankle, and it looked like, oh, that that could be a, <laughs> that could be a season-ending injury right yeah, there. But De Bruyne yeah. just decides to get up and and lace a, a shot straight through uh, Hugo Lloris. So that was
1: that was great. Um, yeah, you and I were debating that one a little bit yesterday um, at the bar, and we were. Watch matches and I just you know, I what I don't like are people on Twitter or wherever who just throw out words like disgrace and they're like, Oh, the alley Tackle was a disgrace. Like yeah. he should be shot and murdered. Um, <laughs> it's just like, all right, calm down. Like he it's a it was yeah. a very heated match. They were losing, he's having a tough season. Um, he probably didn't need to step on him as much as he did, but De Bruyne was fine. Everything's fine, let's all just move on with our lives. <laughs> like, I don't really wanna like debate like how big of a jerk Ellie is or Deli Ellie is for the next week. That is just an, a boring conversation that I I just don't really care about at all. So
0: One one of the most interesting post-match interviews from the weekend, too, was De Bruyne after that match. In the interview, asked him about the tackle from Delhi and it just showed you how absolutely dialed in De Bruyne is this season. On it, It is only about the results for him and about the team. He... Said, I don't care about the challenge. It was a football game. Sometimes that happens. It's very move, things move very fast, right? And um, I mean, he takes a different tone if he's if he's actually injured from that. But I just found it very interesting. He's having, he's just having a an out of this world season, and um, it's one of those seasons that sort of not to wax on too much about De Bruyne, but it's one of those seasons that defies FPL. Like he appears above and beyond the best player in the league right now, but that is not necessarily translating into the best FPL asset right now. Flash two, Raheem Sterling. And this is another discussion we had, Josh, where I was feeling great when De Bruyne scored that goal, and I've been waiting for De Bruyne to become that differential in the midfield, that big premium differential then hmm. Sterling ends up with his brace in the last ten minutes of the game, as is his wont, and that just totally counteracts the the ten point <laughs> differential that I'm striving yeah. to get from KDB. So it was a, a very mixed bag that so we, uh, city result.
1: We were going to talk about this later, but I'll I'll just move it up right now, and we'll just do a little mini version of it. But you know, so after um, you know, so um, Sterling gets his second goal, and I'm looking at. Um, on a new PLA and checking the uh, the points as they come through, and realizing that uh, Sterling yet again is going to deliver multiple attacking returns with no bonus points, and I I just sort of toss off kind of. I forget now that we have a lot of Twitter followers. You know, <laughs> it yeah. used to be a couple of years ago. I could just I could just toss off personal stuff on the Twitter account that like no one responded to or <laughs> noticed. You know, and it was just sure. a way for me to like let off a little steam. You know, basically so like I, you
0: were sending me a text message.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, which I often do. I'll, I'll just like if I'm if I'm in a bad FPL game week, it's like anyone, everyone's like getting messages about it. My, my, you know, I'll like text my wife. You know, I'm just like. Everyone – I have to, like, get it all out of my system. So anyway, <laughs> You're like I'm just don't like, don't
0: come home. I need space.
1: Yeah. So I say something like, uh, you know, uh, uh, yet another brace with no bonus for Sterling. It's actually the second time it's happened this year. Um, and uh, I said, you know, the FPL bonus system must be reformed this summer. And, <laughs> of course, like, all of Twitter came down on me, like, immediately. And some people did agree with me, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, Chief uh, FPL hints he was he was there with me so I got I got like one I got like a, a couple of lone people uh, out there who were sort of you know Chief, like Chief was probably
0: that. just feeling sorry for you getting piled on maybe
1: yeah exactly exactly so um, it's a great great Twitter account by the way if you're not following uh, at, at FPL hints yet you definitely should it's oh, uh, sure. pretty pretty funny too so. Anyway, uh, so then, but you know, even like someone like James Eckerdorf uh, responded to us, and um, his his response to my tweet got like three times the likes that, that my tweet did. Uh, uh, even he was very to res- injury. Yeah, he was very respectful. He was just like, oh, I disagree for this reason. You know, he missed a bunch of chances, and um, I thought it was completely fair. But uh, we, <laughs> but then, so I sort of opened it up, and then it sort of became this all day. There was this long discussion. If you want to go back and look, if you're, if you're, you know. Um, obsessive enough to do this i I recommend it because um a lot of a lot of people uh who are just sort of big fpl voices end up talking about this and you know there's really no consensus i mean my my feeling is just that attacking players get punished in the bonus point system Mm -hmm. and you know things like miss big chances i mean to me you know a ball rocketing at sterling you know off a penalty miss is not necessarily a big chance because he's got to do a lot right there right he's got to like basically volley it back in um, yeah but yeah, even, things
0: things that look very simple when you're when you're watching right. on the television if you're on the field you know despite despite being one of the highest paid professional footballers
1: in the world, still freaking hard right exactly and i I do buy the argument that it rewards you know stuff that you can't really like it's it's a way to reward players who are doing things that are behind this like sort of behind the scenes if you will. Um, but, I also feel like it 's a fantasy game, and it doesn 't really matter <laughs> it, like, that, stuff, that stuff just isn't as like it, it just to me it doesn 't really matter and I think that if you wanted to reward that stuff, uh, Peter Blake had the suggestion that you just get rid of any bonus points for goals it's like those things are already measured in the game, so you just eliminate them from the bonus point system yeah. um, and then that would really put a premium on players like and golo kante and um even, like, just deeper creative players, you know, someone like Fernandinho maybe. Um, well, you know, let, me, play- take it, let yeah. me
0: take it one step further. Uh, I, I, again, do away with bonus for the attacking returns. Those are, as you said, Josh, already rewarded. But then um, you're basically feeding scraps to the defensive midfield, the midfield tacklers, and why don't you just actually serve actual FPL points to... It's like a goalkeeper gets three saves. Yeah. Right? That's, that's their job. They're doing it well. They get a point. If N'Golo yeah. Kante makes three tackles in the midfield, give him a point. Don't give him you know 30 BPS with the hopes that nobody <laughs> scores a goal and maybe he, he filches a bonus point. That right, right now,
1: I think... Filches. <laughs> filches. <laughs> right now, I think... I yeah, the, I agree. I actually think that's a great idea. They should definitely do that. Like, I'm to, I am 100% agree. Right, because I
0: think right now the debate is bonus points exist to reward players that aren't already getting FPL returns. But it's sort of like nobody is winning in the current state of the BPS. Like, more right. often than not, the attacking players are still coming out with the bonus points. And, like, very rarely does does it truly reward people who it's not encouraging yeah. anyone to bring Nemanja Matic into their team Exactly. The
1: Nor is it really affecting your decision on who to like, if you're looking at like the times when a player who gets more bonus points than another player would be a huge, like factor in your decision-making is it's, it's very rare, right? It's like, maybe you're looking at two different, you know, center backs on Tottenham Hotspur, right? And you, like everything else is equal, price is equal, mm-hmm. uh you know, goal thread is equal, whatever, and then, like I'm yeah you know, like Davidson, Sanchez and Toby Aldorall right, let's say they were the same price. I think that Toby is uh, a little more expensive, like maybe then you're like, who's been getting more bonus points it's, but it's not it doesn't really make a huge difference a lot of the time, so you know I mean, I think you could argue for just scrapping it entirely, however, the more I thought about the well, more counterpoint. Yeah. Well, the game is just really... So many of the elements of this game are not geared towards the obsessive fan. They're geared towards the casual player. And I think ultimately the reason that we have bonus at all is just it's a little bit of fun. It's another
0: game. It's a game within
1: a game, right? Exactly. We all love tracking bonus points. It's a lot of fun. And I I, I think it could be... I just don't think you should punish anybody. I think that there should be no negative things in there. Like, I don't like the way that if a defender makes a... You know, calculated yellow card challenge, right? To stop another player for scoring a goal, like they lose bonus points, yeah. Um, or, or an
0: t- unsuccessful take on from a striker, and that like l- like ex- Luis Suarez style loses out on BPS because he's trying to do something positive, but he gets tackled exactly know, 20, twenty times because he's going at the
1: defense so hard. Yeah, Alexis Sanchez gets dispossessed all the time too, and it's because he's he's trying to do creative things. He's trying to score. Um, you know, granted, he should probably try to set up his teammates more often, but that's a different conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that, um, yeah, and, and shots off target to me are just that's that's a sign of aggression. I mean, I, you know, there was a moment in today's match where, um, where Calvert Lewin had a shot off target, and I was like, well, there's his chance at a bonus point, right? Because, <laughs> you know, he was trying to score and, um, off a corner kick or something, and it ricocheted off, and now, like, there's no chance because he's, He's, you know, the system's going to punish him. And it's just, it's kind of silly. So I think that's why you
0: need to play starting 11, Josh, which gives you points for shots off target. (laughs) That's
1: very true, Brandon. (laughs) All right. So let's, you know, let
0: let, let me put a button on that to say the only reason we're having this conversation is because you had Raheem Sterling and he didn't get bonus
1: points. So two matches in a row though. And, you know, it was kind of, he got two assists in the Swansea game too. And that kind of. But anyway, it just it got my goat. I wasn't really that upset about it, but I just it was, you know, I was letting off a little steam on Twitter It led to a very interesting discussion. So if you want to contribute to it, or if you have thoughts on the bonus point system, let us know. Maybe we'll try to, like, email the fantasy website or whatever we've tried that before it hasn't really worked but it know. will it
0: will never we'll not try be an someday. interesting discussion to have bonus points it, it it's a bit like uh you know public health care like it'll it will never be a perfect system but we will constantly be constantly be pushing for
1: reforms yeah in exactly. the hopes
0: of making it perfect for everyone out there
1: i had like a double bonus point idea too like Make the bonus, like, get rid of all the bonus, like, all the um, all the points for goals, assists, things like that. And now bonus points are 2, 4, and 6 instead of 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. And then you'd really want players, like, and go. But I, I just don't know then. It feels kind of stressful to, like, watch every match and, like, follow their completion percentage and take-ons. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe I'm already too obsessive. Maybe I don't need to watch, like, every single pass that now gets completed.
0: Let's call it the double jeopardy. Uh, chip where in which you enter the second round of Jeopardy where all the points are doubled, <laughs>
1: exactly. all the
0: bonus points that you collect. Ooh, that like game the week second half
1: of the season or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering. Speaking of Jeopardy, what a, what a cool chip where you know if you get the the daily double on Jeopardy, you can actually yeah. wager points. If you could play the uh, daily double chip in FPL and you could actually take a certain number of points from your game week score and bet them that a certain event happened. Well, I'm really off the rails here. <laughs> That's just here. like <laughs> a straight
1: up gamble. Yeah. All right. So we, we like have we have tons of stuff to get to. Uh, we're going to start cutting stuff now. Uh, Brandon, before we get into, uh, I don't even know, part two of the podcast, uh, let's quickly talk about our Patreon pledge month. December is pledge month. If you have been waiting to support the podcast, uh, do it this month, um, Please and uh do it do it for yourself though too. Brandon, not not for us. We don't no. need this. You know, no, we yeah. like it.
0: We, we think we, it's great. We do this for the love and as I said at the start of the start of the pod, we do it for everyone who's
1: listening. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, it was funny actually because someone asked me um recently they were like, "Well, how many of your Patreon supporters have you met in person?" Uh and I was like, "I have never even like 80% of them. I've never you know, I've never have never even seen their name on Twitter or on Facebook." It's right, just a complete, right. like, you know, so just a someone out there who's listening to who, Was generous enough to support the podcast. So, anyway, so if that's Um, a
0: concern of yours, if you feel like you, if you become a Patreon member, you have to interact with us, that is false. You don't have to come into contact with two (laughs) weirdos who have a podcast. You can just help support the pod.
1: Exactly. Uh so uh, okay, couple a couple Patreon things here. I'll try to do this uh quickly. Uh first things first though, congratulations to Mike De Pietro, uh a Michigan native, Brandon, uh who won who won the Always Cheating Survivor League. Uh happened over the weekend. Uh, it was pretty dramatic. Congrats. Mike. Um yeah, yeah, I think the other two managers had Burnley and so when uh, no, no, they I'm sorry, I was gonna say they had Watford actually, and so Uh, When Watford lost, uh, I would have been uh, feeling pretty good
0: about that Watford pick.
1: Yeah, I would have felt very good about that Watford pick. So, Mike is going to, uh, as as the winner of the Server League, we're going to invite Mike onto the pod. Um, So, uh, keep your eyes peeled or your ears tuned in or whatever for that. Uh, Brandon, we have uh, new buttons. Two new, new buttons. new swag. Yeah, yeah, we made yeah.
0: we made buttons for our top tier showstopper level Patreon members. You can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com dot slash always cheating. Check out pictures of these buttons. Uh, the first one just says always oh, cheating. It's enough for you to show your uh, your love for the podcast, but it looks really cool. It's in this this great yellow and deep blue color. It look look very smart on your lapel, Josh. Yes, and the, thought, and the second so one is our homage to that great moment in which Mario Balotelli. Uh, pulled up his jersey to reveal his shirt that says, Why Always Me? And I just had this thought, of course, of of, of branding, of marketing. And, <laughs> and so this button is, is an homage to that shirt. It says, Why Always Cheating?
1: And uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And my, my wife, uh, actually, so she met up with us. Uh, we met up with Gavin and his girlfriend um, on Sunday. And as we were leaving the bar, she put one of the buttons on. And she had this, like, nice camel camel hair jacket or whatever. And then it just says this button that says, Why Always Cheating? And mm-hmm. because we live in Brooklyn, I was like, Oh, like this is like totally like people are going to think this is like part of the Me Too movement, yeah, you know? Like me the, Too. So the women speaking out <laughs> against harassment, which is, you know, totally legit. But I was like, It looks like I've been branded. Like it was like my scar. <laughs> like I had to walk around with her with that button on. Well, like, or you was- could
0: look at it this way you can wear this button that says, Why Always Cheating? And it's sort of like you're an FPL fanatic hiding in plain sight. People don't <laughs> right. really know what it means, so they'll just. They just won't That's even ask true. you about it, they just so. think
1: we're very mad about about cheating. You know spouses and Congress people and stuff like that. All
0: right, all right. So the the buttons are there for the showstopper level at Patreon. What else do we have there, Josh? Uh,
1: We also have our our new Slack, which we uh, which we're enjoying very much. Uh, It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm so glad we thought to create one, and uh, it's 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 a lot of fun, and uh, a lot of really good conversations there. The rant and rave thread uh, has provided me a lot of sustenance over the last few days, um, as I as I struggle with my with my team. It's just good to get to get it off your chest a little bit. Um, and then, uh, so you can join that at the, that's at the, uh, the mid-tier level or above, uh, also at that mid-tier level above, we're starting a second half league. So if things are not going well for you right now, join the second half league. It starts in game week 20. Um, once game week 19 starts, I'll be able to, to start that league up and I will, uh, start sending invites out to, uh, to everyone who's at the uh, mid-tier level or above, uh, and any new managers too. So, um, so you don't if you can if you join any time up until then um, we'll get into the league and we'll actually you can even join later on and we'll still um, you, we can still add to that league um, and your points will just start in game week twenty.
0: Great. So just go to patreon.com dot slash always cheating to find out more about all those perks and, and help us um, cover the cost of doing this pod every week. We've got we've got um, hosting fees, website fees, all that stuff that that we need your help to cover. By Lastly, mailing costs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lastly, let's just talk about uh cheat codes, which is our weekly e-newsletter that we just launched. It goes out every like Thursday evening, Friday morning, and you go to our website alwayscheating.com and there is a place for you to sign up. Just plug your email into the the field next to cheat codes or click the newsletter tab and punch in your email and you'll get this email for free every week in your email it's the latest news if if we missed anything recording an early podcast and uh, something's happened midweek maybe it's the cup fixtures coming up champions league or just news that we thought was interesting heading in to the next game week it's going to be right there in cheat codes we also have always cheapies which is our Starting 11 lineup that features teams all from not the top six clubs. So if you're looking for a differential, that's a good place to to look. So cheat codes, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a quick little uh, read in your inbox at the end of each
1: week. And, uh, yeah, alwayscheating.com. Yeah, yeah you can subscribe on, on our website. Uh, always Cheating Super League, Brandon. Uh, we have a new number one, a new number two, actually, as well, I believe. Bam. Uh, let's start with number 10, uh, Crazy Coutinho, uh, Prakar Patel, uh, is in tenth. Uh, Yogi's picnic basket. Uh, Jurgen Regenberg is in eighth. Oh, excuse me, is in ninth. Uh, Burbashov, Andre Burks, a fixture in the top ten this year, uh, is in eighth. Uh, the art of the dive. Marco Ryan is in seventh. Uh, Two way tie for fifth. Uh, Scott Powell's Enter Shakiri and Andrew Ferguson's Two Girls One Schlup. Two more fixtures, Brand. We got a lot of fixtures still. Like people have like it's a lot of pressure. You know, you get in that top ten, it's like. You can't have game weeks like I've had the last couple. You got <laughs> to stay tough.
0: No, we got to drain uh, the swamp. Get these guys out of here.
1: <laughs> D-Boy United uh, is in fourth. Uh, football Friend FC, Nick Tuthope in third. Uh, and then in uh, second is Bob Fascio, Abdul Hudson. Uh, and then number one, uh, number one for the first time, I believe, is uh, 420 Fedora Fanatics. That's Will C. 65 points in the game week, uh, 1119 points overall, and is ranked number 141 in the world. Well done, Will, and well done to everybody in the top 10.
0: Never too late to sign up for the Always Cheating Super League. Just head to alwayscheating.com, click the league tab, and uh, there's an auto-join button there. We're over 2,500 managers now in the greatest league in all the
1: world. Brandon, let's skip the rants this week. We've already ranted long enough. Let's take a quick break, and then we get back, we're going to talk about... High-priced players who are not performing well, and whether we should keep them or drop them, right? And we all—I I was it.
0: not aware there were any premium players not performing up to snuff. This is this is news to me. This is
1: news to you. I know exactly. <laughs> you thought you you could just captain Kane every single game week this year, and you'd be fine.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's Calvert Lewin or nothing for me. All right, we've got lots to talk about, so we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Right. Same old podcast, always cheating. We're back, Joshua. And as you said, part one, we're calling this Should I Stay or Should I Go Now? It's uh, our tribute to The Clash, I guess. It's also a tribute to Harry Kane. We have a question from Graham on our Slack channel. He says, how does one pronounce Kane exit? It says Kane and exit, portmanteau style. Also, uh, James, James Bishop asks, can we now drop all premium strikers? Finally, can I sell Kane? So uh there's a whole conversation here to have about premium strikers you made the point before we started recording Josh that if you're out there and you have you're sitting with a forward line of Aguero, Lacazette and uh Kane or Aguero, Morata, Kane that's that's more than 30 million pounds of your budget and you're getting about 1 point per 10,
1: 11, 12 million pounds. That's not really sustainable long term. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing that's interesting about Kane this year is he only has one assist so far in 18 game weeks. Uh, That's a little, I I really, you know, it it makes you think about just how much. I mean, the guy still has 12 goals on the season. You know, a perfectly reasonable return for the first 18 weeks of the season. I mean, that's a goal every, you know, know, two out of every three games. He's scoring a goal. Um, Hasn't really worked out that way because he's had so many braces. But uh, that's that's how it even evens out anyway or averages out. Uh, but yeah he had seven assists last season he had seven assists two seasons before that um, and it does seem like it's it's really I, I just think that Ali is the one who's really De- you know De- delhi Alley doesn't want to doesn't want to use the alley anymore so let's try to say Delhi as much as possible Delhi uh, makes you um, you know Delhi's decline this year and whatever's going on with him I mean I'm sure it's just that he's like young and he's got his head turned and you know I mean people like Real Madrid are talking to him now and he, he doesn't know his
0: place in this world.
1: Yeah, exactly, and he sees, he's he's know, a bit like
0: uh, a Kylo Ren, I feel.
1: <laughs> right, and he sees guys like Raheem Sterling making like probably three times his weekly salary, yeah, uh, and just thinks, you know, can I go? This is all me like speculating. I mean, the, none of this has come out, but I just I wonder if that's if that's happening. I mean, do you remember when you were twenty two, Brandon? You were uh, you were yeah. making millions playing professional football, right?
0: I was, yeah, and I found it quite easy, frankly, and I, it was also easy for me to walk away. I said, you know what, yeah, I don't love, no. I don't love playing as much as I love uh, the fantasy game.
1: <laughs> when I was 22, I was a moody dork, and I was, <laughs> yeah. I was inclined to long spells where you just didn't want to talk to me because I was so unpleasant to be around. Um, And, you know, I was debating whether or not I could afford
0: cable at that point. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Uh, Exactly. Uh, You had to to get the apartment complex that had the cable built in. That was really that was the trick.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, just Uh, watching just watching Spurs against Man City. I mean, Man City is a total juggernaut, obviously. But Spurs were completely humiliated and dismantled. And this has been it was a performance more on par with what we've seen this season than like their match against Huddersfield, where everything was clicking and Kane looked unstoppable, is the outlier, and right. we've just been waiting for them to get back there. And it's tough. I mean, Deli Ali is a problem, but that whole team is just out of sorts. Yeah, and it's it is it is only the double game week that we can talk about coming up with West Ham and Spurs where I say you've got to hold Kane. Like There is there is no selling Kane if you currently have him because if you sell him now, the likelihood of you getting him back for that double game week without performing some amount of surgery on your team. Is minus
1: very, 8, a minus
0: 12, something like yeah. that. And I don't know how silly it's going to look a month from now, us saying, well, you got to hold him for the double game week. But right now I, I just don't see I any way just, around that.
1: I think that's just common sense. Um, and, you know, there's there's not a lot of great alternatives either. I mean, it's not like yeah, just deserves- like you have Sergio Aguero who is just, you know, banging him in every game week. Or, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, Kane to Lukaku is the obvious transfer. I think that's the one that some people have already done. And, and honestly, if you did it two weeks ago, you know, more power to you. I mean, I you know, looking back, I, I don't regret not dropping him. I mean, you know, he, they were about to play Brighton and he was on, he was coming up a brace in the Stoke match, you know? So, um, I mean, he's only two, you know, he's two weeks removed from a, you know, a 13 point, uh, you know, point haul or 12 points, I guess. Um, and the Brighton match, but he just, they've really struggled at home against, against, you know, teams that are really set up defensively. And, um, they just they can't break it down, and I that's where I really I really think that Ellie is the problem. I mean, this is more of like a general football talk than a fantasy discussion, so um, I don't want to go down that road too much. But I mean, I'm I'm holding Kane. You are too. I mean, to me, it's pretty cut and dry. I, I just don't think it's worth it's worth dropping him. Um, and I mean, their the fixtures aren't that bad going forward. I mean, they're. They're, you know, they play away to Burnley um, in game week 19, which, you know, isn't a great fixture. I mean, Burnley are obviously, you know, really solid at home, but it is a Burnley team that's missing quite a few players right now. I mean, it looks like Tarkovsky is going to be out. Stephen Ward might be out. Uh, Ben Mee, you know, just back from an injury. um, You know, Loughton is like, maybe he's back. I mean, he might have just lost his spot. I'm not really sure. I mean, Bartley has been playing so well. These Burnley
0: defenders are utterly interchangeable. They're going to keep a clean sheet either way. Yeah.
1: They're home to Southampton after that. That's, you know, I mean, Southampton are pretty strong defensively, but they're not, you know, they're not unbeatable, certainly. And it, it is a home match. And, they're very you know, Southampton beatable. might actually try to score in that game. I mean, Southampton looked
0: utterly diabolical two, two game weeks ago against Leicester. Comported themselves a, a little better against Chelsea, but
1: uh, still yeah, and Arsenal,
0: too. They played pretty well uh, against
1: Arsenal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it uh, what do you think still the chatter about playing one striker up top so you you're playing somebody like Kane by himself um it and suddenly we now live in a world where one striker up top seems great so long as that one striker is Dominic Calvert-Lewin or or Wayne Rooney or somebody like this and <laughs> exactly. and, and we 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 could talk about benching Harry Kane only to unpack him when the double game week
1: comes right. through
0: um, right I, I think I think now the important discussion is I think we agree to just bide your time with Kane. The double is too important, but we have to have a serious dis- uh, discussion about how well you're spending your money elsewhere in your team. Like, is your midfield? Are you going to get goals from your midfield? Because if goals aren't coming from Kane, a twelve point nine, twelve point eight striker, where else are they coming from? So I think yeah. you, I think you are going to keep Kane, but also. Um, be smart about where your goals are coming From elsewhere on the team
1: Yeah I mean it's it's just a really tricky I mean to Expand the conversation a little bit It's just a really tricky time for all, all the expensive Forwards I mean yeah I know You know Lukaku did pick up eight points in the game Week I mean he, he looked like Lukaku though He made a bunch of mistakes he probably should Have had a brace or a hat trick I mean he picked up One headed goal and didn't celebrate and I'm just like I've like turned on him so much.
0: <laughs> Mourinho didn't even celebrate. Uh it, yeah. I've got I've got these conspiracy things moving in my brain of is something going on between the two of them.
1: Um I can't believe Mourinho that he K- that I can't believe that he starts every single game. Like I can't believe that he starts every Champions League game, every league game, and that it just, he has never received arrest. I mean he I guess he doesn't need he, it. He doesn't yeah, work
0: on the field, so so what does he need to rest for?
1: <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, yeah, he never tracks back. I right? We were
0: we were watching the Manchester United game, and at some point I was like, is Lukaku even on the field? Because they were breaking <laughs> yeah. forward. Yeah. And he's a pretty easy guy to spot up front for United. And he's just like lumbering back from defending a corner, like no urgency of any kind. Yeah.
1: I think we can both agree that neither of us want a Man City forward, right?
0: No, yeah, I I think that ship has has long sailed. And the returns, now, I I have to do a mea culpa. I think on the last episode of the podcast, I said something about David Silva not not being exceptional because his goal output just wasn't to be relied upon. And then he went ahead and scored another brace. And, okay, yeah, obviously Silva having a great season, Pretty pretty decent FPL
1: pick. If you nobody got remembers what but you yeah, said, did, you would have to apologize. <laughs> everyone forgot. <laughs> um, so <laughs> what Aguero, is going on with ag- him though? What is what is the deal? We like I, like if this were American sports, there would be like a team of reporters who like yeah. figured out what the, what was going on, and somehow like shoppers in UK, it's flying just like, over his house. <laughs> In the UK, it's just personal reasons, and that's fine. No one, no one asks. It's, it's amazing.
0: There seems to be a somewhat somber tone to all of it. Like, like KDB yes. is very uh, purposeful, holding up twenty one for the camera after his goal. So, if if David Silva had a baby, or his partner had a baby, I'm sure everyone would be um, sort of less, sort of. Dark about it, so I yeah. uh, one would one would guess that it's a death in the family of some kind.
1: One would guess, I, or something, yeah. Something it, it's not, it's really something grotesque to, yeah. It's, yeah. To, it's grotesque to speculate about these things. Exactly. I'm not trying to speculate. I just I, I, I'm just I'm, I'm just shocked that it hasn't come out. You know, it's been what three days now, and uh, yeah. you um, know, you know, you you really hope that it's, <laughs> it's, it's been it's been like 30 hours,
0: yeah. but still you 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 do hope it's something that silva and his family can deal with and and you know it's something that well one also hopes that he can come back to the the loving embrace of FPL managers uh, so we you can help did get him through by
1: those three ghosts last night i'm amazed <laughs> this is you're so soft on this podcast hey a green arrow will really do that to you Are yeah we, that's that's true i'm feeling we, a little we, more acidic we've got a uh, question
0: here from yeah. foggy football sky ff who asks about chelsea assets opinions on owning Hazard and Morata. Now, we both went into the game week captaining Hazard. I um, offloaded Morata for Firmino, and that paid off for me this game week. How are you feeling about both of these guys? I think we were both kind of hemming and hawing about Hazard during this game week, even though we captained him.
1: I'm not feeling great, obviously. I mean, I've I've had... Miserable. I mean, so you know, I started with Oz Plaqueta, uh, which was a total disaster. Uh, didn't start, and then uh, didn't get a clean sheet in two matches in a row. Uh, you know, I mean, Hazard has done nothing since I brought him in. I think he's got a total of five points. Uh, Murata didn't start one game. Couldn't score against Swansea with a million chance. So it's just it's been like a complete disaster. So it's it, I don't feel good about it. I mean, I'm not planning to drop them. I mean, they play away to Everton. I mean, Everton's defense didn't look that impressive today. I know they've looked impressive the last uh, couple of game weeks, but I have every faith that Chelsea will score a couple in that game. Uh, then they play Brighton and Stoke back to back. And Stoke is, I mean, their defense is like the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> it's a joke. Like, <laughs> I know. I was actually like, I was trying to follow the strategy and I was like, oh, you know what? I should just like see who Stoke are playing and captain like the, the team they're playing against uh, and then I was like, West Brom, I was like, eh, that's not going to work. And then in game week 20, it's Huddersfield. I'm like, eh, that's not going to work either. Damn it. You know, um, but game week 21, they play away to Chelsea. That's, that's the one.
0: We are not about body shaming on this podcast, <laughs> uh, but I can tell you, Kevin Wimmer has got the most bloated body in the entire Premier League right now. He came into the frame watching the Stoke game and I, I couldn't recognize. It. I was like, who is who's the dad that just got out of the pitch? He is a I mean he, he was he didn't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was playing for Spurs, but it's just all gone for him. It's just all yeah. gone to see for poor Kevin Vimmer.
1: I actually, so to answer that, the I totally agree. Uh, I would not be excited about owning Hazard right now. I would, I would definitely spend my money on KDB or, um, or um, Philip Coutinho. Right, I think you could, you could definitely double up on those. Um, yeah, Liverpool mids and just you, you might have to deal with some rotation, but but so be it. Both guys um, who just embodied the flame
0: emoji this weekend. Both, yeah. Like, Working so bloody hard on the yeah, team. so maybe
1: there's a little bit of what have you done for me lately there, but still, I mean, I think that those guys. I mean, KDB has been really consistent, uh, especially the last I don't know ten game weeks or so. Yeah, and, uh, and Murata, go- Murata I actually feel better about despite his injury. Um, mm-hmm. I think that I just he's so aggressive, and I don't know. I just feels like he he really is. He doesn't he doesn't need much to score, right? He's kind of like I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to like. He's just such a great. He's a, you know he's really a natural striker in a lot of ways. He's got these headers are amazing, right? You get the ball anywhere near his head, and he's gonna you know put a ball on the you know put a ball on frame. So I think you're uh, right. If yeah. you
0: look at all these strikers that we could talk about, I mean anywhere from from Lacazette to Lukaku to um, to the city strikers, Murata appears right, and, and Harry Kane. Murata appears right now to be the most bloodthirsty of all of them. Right. Yes, and. Uh, you know, I mean, you take a guy like Lacazette, like pound for pound, he's probably just as good of a finisher, but he has not looked, he has not looked, like I said, bloodthirsty at
1: all this season. No, he's, and that, he's too inconsistent for his price. I mean, if Lacazette were 8.5 million, he'd be a great buy, but at, at 10.5, uh, you're just not getting enough value for, for your money. Um, Mark Edwards says, uh, I need a replacement for Nias, but I can't afford DCL without taking a hit. Uh, is it worth it?
0: No. Well, <sighs> Given that Everton is coming up against Chelsea, I don't think you yeah, want to be no. taking minus four to bring in um, a weedy striker who who has, yeah, been performing of of late. But you can you can mead that out over two game weeks. You're not missing anything against yeah. Chelsea, I don't
1: think. I don't think there's a good, cheap third striker worth burning four on right no. now. Yeah, and certainly so not anyone
0: just... in that price range. If you can't afford... DCL. I mean, the other people that you'd throw into that that basket M- would be Meunier. like Munier or, or or Charlie Austin, who was yeah. even more expensive. The yeah has and, become- not a, and not a consistent starter somehow still. I, I think there's just a bit of rotation happening there. Sure, I mean, sure. They, it's kind of amateur hour over at Southampton these days. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite word this podcast: bloodthirsty. Apparently, there there is yeah. no bloodlust
1: at Southampton. But why, right now. why why would we have any faith that he's suddenly going to reel off ten ten starts in a row? Like he's not, you know. Yeah. Uh, Mounier maybe could just because Huddersfield need every goal they can score, right? Yeah, but Deportre is is coming through for them, and
0: Mounier yeah? still is not. You know my my favorite hair plugs in the entire league, as I mentioned before, <laughs> on Deportion. Yep. But he he looks like he still might be favored over over Munier right now for 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 those goals.
1: Amy Foster says i have got so much money locked up in Chelsea assets that do not any much. Uh, as Plaquetta, Hazard, and Murata need to ditch one to spread the love. Who would you drop or would you hold all and not worry? I think you could hold all and not worry. Um, I think that of those three, I think that. You know, just based on what we've already talked about, I think that Hazard is is the player that I would drop, um, and I would probably move him to. Um, I guess if it, if it were me and I were just and I just needed to free up some cash, then um, Hazard to uh, to Coutinho is is like an easy move. You save like something like two point three million or something like yeah, that. Yep. So um, yeah, yeah, move.
0: I agree there. And just thinking about Aspiliqueta, the only logical move there is the one that you just burned for this last game week for is to move Aspilicueta to Christensen because that saves you money, but it, it doesn't answer Amy's question of, of freeing her of Chelsea assets. So yeah, yeah I, I do tend to agree. Hazard is the most disposable there and there are, there are definitely good options in that price range.
1: David Kelleher says, uh, Kalosnik was the fourth highest scoring defender in the game. Then randomly gets rested for back to back clean sheets and now is set to drop in price. The question is, hold out hope or get rid?
0: We talked about this before we started recording, and it, it's a curious one, like, what's going on there? It, it seems to be a change in form- formation going to a back four. Right. Wenger right. Um, drops Kolasinac to the bench, but I I just can't believe that Kolasinac can't fit into a back four. can't work like that. However, where we landed, right, Josh, is regardless of all of that, He's 6.2 million, and he's a rotation threat every week at this point. You've got to get rid of him. You
1: absolutely have to get rid of him. Um, I mean, I, or hope that Maitland-Niles gets injured or something. I don't know. I mean, Klosnick <laughs> is now a squad. I mean, <laughs> credit to, to Wenger. I mean, he <laughs> it's worked out fine. I mean, you know, I, I, they haven't really been scoring that much, but they've kept back-to-back clean sheets. I mean, I guess if he wanted to tighten it up, then then, then it has worked. Um but yeah, it's it it's a total screw job if you're a Kalosnik owner. I mean to miss out on back to back clean sheets is is I mean, you know, basically it you know, he's more expensive than Montreal and you've just been kinda of crushed the last ten weeks. So yeah. When I say you I mean me. I'm talking simply <laughs> about myself here. Yeah, I am a I
0: am a Montreal <laughs> owner. I mean the the heady days of Montreal scoring back to back goals are are well in the rearview mirror at this point, but
1: he still shoots all the time. It's crazy, <laughs> <Yeah>. like he <laughs> becomes such an aggressive player,
0: yeah, looking at yeah. Arsenal's fixtures, it's uh hosting Liverpool this coming game week nineteen, then away to palace and uh, uh West Brom, two good fixtures and then Chelsea in game week twenty two would it be would you consider turning Kalasnak into another Arsenal defender like
1: Montreal, or yeah. do the do those Liverpool and Chelsea... come back? Yeah, sure. Do those yeah. sixers put you off? Sure. yeah, They they definitely do. Um, I mean, Liverpool, probably are going to score like three or four <laughs> on them. Uh, and why wouldn't they, right? I mean, Liverpool love to play a team that, that is going to try to score themselves, right? That is just like, that is just the most beautiful thing for Liverpool, <laughs> to play a team that actually yeah. is going to play them. Yeah. Um, you just so, have, I'd say yeah.
0: you look at Manchester United defense, Phil Jones and Chris Smalling seem to be the... Uh, Yeah, the focal points right now. Easy move to either of those guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, Phil Jones, I'd be wary of. I mean, Phil Jones, Mourinho has not been playing him twice in a week um, all all year, right? He didn't play in any of their Champions League matches. Um, With four fixtures in the next two weeks, I find it hard to believe that he's going to start every one of them. Maybe he starts three out of four and maybe maybe you're fine. But um, I would definitely be a little wary of bringing in Jones just... He's got, like, outside of Vincent Company, he's just got the longest track record of injuries there is. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think, yeah, I think Smalling is a little more consistent. He's, like the, he's almost the same price, too. He's not that much more expensive. All right. Dan Waite has
0: a question. Zaha or Richarlison? Uh, and he's looking to swap one for Pogba at some point, but, or, or even going into game week 19, but he can't decide which. So, who do you like? I guess the question is, who do you like better between Zaha and Richarlison?
1: Well, why don't you answer this? I mean, as a Richarlison owner. Yeah, it's been
0: very frustrating to, uh, as a Richarlison owner, to watch the um, very quick implosion of Marco Silva's project there. I mean, he's the him turning down what we believe him to have turned down the Everton job seems like so long ago now. Yeah, or maybe they turned him down. I'm not sure. That's. Yeah. So since game week 13, Richarlison has only returned two assists. His last, his last goal was against West Ham in game week 12. It's been very frustrating. Uh, yet, however, they, they have tremendous fixtures coming up, Watford do, for, for how out of form they are. They've got Brighton, Leicester, Swansea in the next three until they hit um, Man City in game week 22. Uh, Crystal Palace and by comparison, it's Swansea, then Arsenal and Manchester City back to back. I had to say, if you have if you have Richarlison and you're not negotiating Zaha, stick it out with Richarlson.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's yeah.
0: worth. I don't think it's worth taking a gamble on that. You probably have other fish to fry in your team. Zaha looks so good right now. He looks really hungry. Be very excited to see what he does against Swansea in game week 19. So that's a very tough decision. Long term, through the festive period, I guess I have to throw my hat in the ring for Richarlison. And maybe I'm yeah, being biased. Yeah. What do you think?
1: Uh, well, I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I can't imagine it lasts forever. I mean, there the, there's some worrying talk from Silva about him being young and needing to rest more. Um, yeah, he, I, he
0: was pulled off for a groin injury in uh, yeah. Game Week 17, but he managed to start and play 90. So he might, yeah.
1: So he might get rested at some point. I mean, you can say this about everybody, though. Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I would probably just stick with Richardson. I mean, the Pogba love. I, I think it's just like people are just excited because it's like a new player. Yeah, like it's just like it's just a way to mix things up a little bit. I mean, yeah, we've um, been
0: we've been moving toward a template for the last month. I think yeah, and Pogba is an exactly. exciting uh, wild card. It's
1: yeah, it's fun. I mean, if you have you know I don't know, let's say Silva's out for a couple of weeks, right? I mean, Silva to Pogba is an easy move. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think I would just hold with Richardson. Uh, final question in this section, Brandon. Uh, Sean number one says, uh, "Is dropping Salah a, a, an okay idea?" He says, "Bear with me. You don't make any ground if he scores, and you actually often lose ground because he's so highly captained every week. Uh, is there any point in having a player like that? An easy sub could be Coutinho, and then use that extra cash elsewhere." Well, Sean, uh, let me put it this to let, let me
0: put it this way. If you thought you were losing ground having Salah, <laughs> imagine the ground you're losing not having Salah. So, right. So That's exactly right. <laughs> so just I have just, him and yeah,
1: fine. I love that. I had a good stretch of seven or eight weeks where it was, his ownership was still like in the 15, 20, 30. And every goal he scored was awesome. And then like two weeks ago, like everybody was in. And now, now I was actively rooting against him scoring in the Bournemouth game, despite yeah. having him in my squad.
0: It's it's very maverick thi- maverick thinking to say, okay, Salah to Coutinho, and that's how I'm going to make up my ground in the like top one thousand. But you're you're relying on this crazy likelihood that right. Salah, the most informed player in all of Europe, probably right now, right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it I mean, is, is yes, bested I, th- by... I think Sean's looking at this the wrong way. I mean, the the answer here is that you should just be captaining Salah more. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, that, I, yes, perfect.
1: Are you thinking about captaining him away to Arsenal on Friday?
0: Uh, Let's see. What's my bus team look like right now? <laughs> Pull up uh, Brandon's bus team, and my armband is on... Oh, look at that. It's on Kevin De Bruyne, which that... that
1: that that is a flight of fancy there. <laughs> um, you know, mine's, on, mine's on Raheem Sterling right now.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, same 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 idea as you. Um, but I might end up captaining Salah. I mean, why not? Right? Like, sure. Is there any way he's not going to score on Arsenal? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm looking at my uh, back. I mean, you have your own issues in your black back line right now. I have two Burnley defenders both going up against Spurs. Pff, well, I ain't that clean sheet. Okay, maybe I got. Yeah, two you're going to lose
1: Tarkowski game. though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's save that for our game week preview. Um, Sure. Should we take a quick break? We're going to come back and do uh, some more questions lightning round style and then do a game week preview. You got it. Same old podcast, always cheating. Josh, quick word about Starting 11. It's the daily fantasy app available for your iPhone or Android. Just go to starting11.io. That's starting11.io. Josh. Christmas is upon us, the holidays. You may you might not celebrate Christmas, maybe something else, but you're probably going to be around <laughs> family, okay? Right. So yes, you've got family true. who are football fans, they're Premier League fans, but they don't play FPL. What do you talk about while you're watching the game? You can't talk about your FPL team. Dad doesn't have one, but Dad right. probably has a smartphone. Download the Starting Eleven app. Suddenly you're playing a fantasy game with your family. You're having fun. You're, you're yucking it up, and you're really enjoying... Watching these games, making live substitutions within the app—that's app. true.
1: Um, you should do this with your dad, Brandon. Explain to him what Boxing Day is and why they, why you're getting <laughs> up at seven thirty a.m. Yeah, perhaps a different situation altogether with
0: my father, Josh. But um, <laughs> but, the, but 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 the the point stands. So it, it's a fun thing to download. You can you can sort of like plug and play with with your friends. We are playing with listeners. You listeners of Always Cheating josh and i are accepting head-to-head challenges just hit us up with a direct message on twitter or facebook or email us at hail at gmail.com josh did you have any head-to-heads this weekend with uh, uh cheaters
1: uh i had i had a few head-to-heads uh just i actually over the over the two fixtures and uh i played the two match um, flights two a couple match flights i played uh, a.m saturday and in, in rusev and uh Oh, I I'm I'm forget everybody I played now. So apologies to everybody I played who I'm for forgetting about right now. Um, but I, I won three out of four, and especially in the midweek last week when I was having a really, really miserable game week with uh, with Ward subbed off and Kolosnik not starting, and it was just everything kind of went wrong. Um, I got a late Aguero goal, which <laughs> allowed me to win three out of my four matches So starting 11 in some ways actually kind of saved my, saved me from having a a very miserable game week. So, yeah, starting11.io is where you can learn more about the app. Uh, It's available on iOS and Android. Uh, We have a podcast um, interview with uh, co-founder Thomas Braun. That you can find on itunes or on our soundcloud page um and if you want to challenge us uh, message us on twitter facebook uh email us hail at gmail.com um and uh, take us on this is the last podcast so i think we're recording until the 27th and so there's about 1800 different games that take place in the next uh, nine days so if you uh if you want to challenge us uh, i'm around and uh, i'd love to take you on I am looking forward to Boxing Day. Like
0: you can play starting 11 any day where there are two at least two Premier League matches going on. Boxing Day, everyone's playing. It's going to be bananas. True. Looking forward to yeah, it. That'll be bananas. All right,
1: Brandon, we're into the lightning round. Woo! Woohoo! That was the lightning sound. All right. So, lighting round the rules in case anybody forgot. Uh, no question gets more than a thirty-second response. Eric Medbo, let's go. Says, could you do another third striker roundup? I'm so annoyed with Vardy. Wondering which way to go: uh, Rooney, Firmino, Austin, DCL. Uh, let's just make this easy, Brandon. Dominic Calvert Lewin, five point four million, three goals, six assists. Gives you money for your midfield. Um, there's no one else you really want in that. Th- the expensive three-way forward rotation is not working. It's right
0: over. Now. It's done. Yeah, yeah. Save save money here. I don't see Wayne Rooney like keeping this up given his his agedness. It's and mostly penalties anyway. If there was any doubt about Calvert Lewin's um place in the starting eleven, they've played so many games in a compact schedule and he's started everyone under Sam Allardyce and he's performing. It it he's got that spot locked down, I think. And
1: he's his value is only gonna be skyrocketing from here on out. Yep. Uh, Shane Deere says, what would your top five midfielders be? No price restrictions. Now, obviously, we could spend 20 minutes on this. Instead, I'm just going to say KDB, Sterling, Salah, Coutinho, and my wild card is Alexis Sanchez.
0: Wow. OK, so the only person missing here is Christian Eriksen or um, Sané. Or Hazard. Mares. Mm. Nope, nope, nope. De Bruyne nope. De Bruyne is coming good in such an interesting way, but um Sterling the goals are there. Like what an incredible route to goals. Um so yeah, I I, I agree with you. Well, David Silva
1: Yeah, this this is nah. a this is a ridiculous question. <laughs> They're all <good. laughs> it is, it's too yeah, it's just, it's, a, it's a waiter. Let's let's save this for like a Patreon podcast or something where we can go on for like 40 minutes on this. Uh Mike De Pietro, the winner Brennan, he wins the league. He wins wins the Survivor League. And then he comes back with a question. Clearly doesn't need our help. No, he's got all the help he needs in his own brain. Mike says, uh, should the Khan be brought back again to be paired with Kane? I'm thinking he should be transferred in when they have stretches against lower level teams. Uh, He's notorious for only scoring against lesser opponents. Uh, We all know that to be true. Yeah. Yeah, you you could. Um, And I think that would be fine. I think if you didn't have problems elsewhere... Um, it's hard for me to even like imagine a scenario where I had so few problems, <laughs> uh, just get with all the things that have like the injuries have happened to my squad, um, where I could do this. But yeah, I mean, if you had Murata and Murata Lukaku, I think that's, that's fine. I mean, especially if it built up too much value in him. I mean, Murata, you know, it's kind of hard for me to transfer out cause I think I got him at like 10.2 or something, you know, yeah. and he got up to 10.7 and, um, I just you know so I guess what do I would sell them at eight point four or ten point four or something like that? I lose point three and then if I want to bring him back, it's just it's kind dicey. of a mess. Yeah, yeah, it's dicey.
0: Yeah, but you look at United's fixtures coming up: Leicester, their defense is a little shaky. Burnley, Southampton, Everton. It looks good. Yeah, I, mean, I think Lukaku's time is in our minds is coming back. So I like. Yeah,
1: I think that's fine. I, I won't be doing it, but I I understand the rationale. Uh, Stieg Hagen says, uh, "When Benteke is done with his suspension, could he play alongside Kane on top as a second striker?"
0: Pass. I do not. Yeah. I do pass. not want to answer Stieg's question. Please no, do not bring Benteke into your team, Stieg. <laughs> Stieg. Don't do it.
1: <laughs> Just don't do it. He has. He has. He has led the attack for some of the most toothless offenses in the history of the Premier League. Lest lest we forget what he what happened on Aston Villa a few years ago. He,
0: anyway, he scored a goal over the weekend, but it was like, it's his only goal not, all season. Let's not
1: give him, He's let's not give so the
0: satisfaction, He's Brandon. Like,
1: okay, you <laughs> <he> said <laughs> my name in the streets. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Steak. Uh, Adam P. says, if he had to permanently captain one player until the end of the season, who would it be? Well, we talked about this
0: uh, just like 10 minutes ago, Mo Salah. I think that's... Yep.
1: Uh, He's nice the easy. most
0: consistent performer, and and there you go. I mean, Raheem Sterling might be an interesting uh, competitor in that regard, but Harry Kane is—he's fallen out of that favor.
1: Harbuzi one says, is it, "Is it worth getting uh, Pogba straight back in, even for a hit?" Uh, also, Vardy to Rooney, would you? No, on the Pogba. I like the idea of
0: getting not Pogba. for a hit, <laughs> yeah, not for a hit. Yeah, I like Pogba as a. As a player and and as an FPL asset this season, but no, I'm not I'm not taking a hit for him. The, this is a more interesting question, Vardy to just wait on Pogba if you need to take a hit. Uh, also, Vardy to Rooney, that I don't know about that one. Vardy is the yeah. the system that Puel is playing at Leicester seems to basically um, x Vardy out of the equation. So you see guys like like Mares come to the fore. Uh, so it makes me very hesitant with Vardy.
1: But do- it was so weird, Rooney. I mean, ended up on you know with two assists and a, I mean, one of the assists was on a missed penalty, but still, uh, two assists and a, and a goal, uh, three bonus points. I thought he looked awful, like the whole game. Uh, and I mean, he like, I mean, I'll give him a little credit for a couple things. I mean, he he had the pass that led to Aaron Lennon getting fouled in the box. Um, I mean, the assist for the Gilby Sigurdsson goal was literally just like him going down. Sort of like it wasn't like this like amazing assist. He literally just passed the ball to him as they were like going down. Sure. And Gilfey took like eight steps and, mm-hmm. and scored. Yeah. Uh, and then the penalty. I mean, I don't know how much credit he gets for that. He wasn't the one who was followed. Um, but you know, I mean, results he's really are results. In, he's, he's yeah, results are results. He's been really involved, so. Um, yeah, I guess I'd probably do that. I think that would be fine. It's worth a punt. Um, I mean, our,
0: our friend Gavin yeah, you'd Doyle. save a little money, too. Our friend Gavin Doyle, who we met up with this week and actually put the armband on Wayne Rooney. And we were... That's we Roller-coaster emotions there with that missed penalty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It, it panned out for him. So well done, Gavin. All right, last question from the Lightning Round comes from Dave from Burnley. All the way from Proudsville, Dave is writing, is writing us. <laughs> no, ran, but how many double game week players for 22 is... Advisable, so we're looking at West Ham and Tottenham for game week twenty two. Harry right. Kane is is an obvious choice there.
1: West Ham, would you get more than one West Ham player? No, and I, I may not get any at all. I mean, the problem it just comes so fast, and you know, I, I, it just depends on how like what my team looks like. If I were able to not burn a transfer between game week twenty and twenty one. And I could hold on to two going into game week 22, then I would probably, you know, just burn four, make three transfers, bring in two Spurs and one West Ham player. Um, I'm not sure who that West Ham player would be. It might be someone like Masawaka, um, you know, super cheap and, and kind of attacking. And because one of those games is a West Brom game. So they, they definitely could keep a clean sheet in one of those games. Um but I also would be okay if I didn't have any West Ham players. Yeah, worth noting here too, is this
0: is not like late breaking news, but Manuel Lanzini is gonna be serving a suspension for deceiving the referee uh on the penalty. So I guess this that means he'll be back for Game Week twenty-two if that's a three yeah. match ban. Yeah. I think it's
1: two, but two this match is ban, so yes. dumb. It, like, do do we wanna live this way? This is like the NFL now, where it's like everything gets like just everything gets viewed on videotape later and dissected and well this i i would say i don't know this is this is just it's never going to end like they're not going to put a stop to it i don't know
0: well i guess that's the hope is that putting it under this lens actually curtails diving and then they don't have to actually Meet out these punishments because it will just won't be in the game anymore i mean in nfl yeah. they're looking at was the inbounds or out of bounds that sort of thing yeah
1: i know but it, it just feels like the same it's like this idea that like you're gonna have this perfect game where everyone plays cleanly and no one tries to deceive anybody and uh, you know if, if, like it's just, it's never gonna stop but people are gonna always feel contact and, and go down the box and uh, I don't know. I, I guess. I guess this makes me old school. I mean, it I just like I just don't really care. Well, you're like Lee <laughs> um, Dixon over here. Back at, back when I, I played, real man. Well, it's just like I don't really care. Like he <laughs> he deceived the he affect he like effectively deceived the referee. Like that's it doesn't happen that often, and I don't think it like ruins the integrity of the game and. You know, like he won, like he tricked him, you yeah, know, right? <laughs> and it just doesn't like I don't think like the, you know, the league is um, I won the in dire straits because of it. Yeah. It's like I want justice, you know, just who cares?
0: Oh, OK, so we've totally passed over the we've exceeded the rule mandated 30 seconds for this. However, we glossed over the more interesting part of this question, which was how many Spurs players do you like for relatively tantalizing double header of Swansea and West Ham for Spurs? Game right. Of Twenty-two. So Harry Kane. Do you want to stack it and do do Vertongen, Eriksson,
1: Kane? That I guess would be kind of the the template-y one, right? That one does make a lot of sense. I, I don't think you want either of the um, wing backs, yeah, right? So then you're looking at you're looking at Davidson, Sanchez, um, or Vertongen. Um, yeah, I think that just you know, I mean, Hazard is going to have to go. You know, you could go like – I don't think I'm going to have I, – I think Hazard will be moved for um, – because they're away to Arsenal anyway. So Hazard gets moved for um, – Ericsson. Either Ali or Ericsson. I mean Ericsson is the, is the clear favorite there. But Ali, if you want to be different, right? If <laughs> um, you want to be poor about it. <laughs> uh, and then I guess with the money freed up, you could in theory move someone like – Loft his cheek into, like a hairy winks or something like that. Or I guess if you had enough money, you could move. Yeah, you could move. Yeah, I don't know how I would be able to bring Sun in with my current setup, but yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Someone like, I mean, Charles into Sun would make sense. Yeah. Free hit. What about a free hit? Well, I just wouldn't want to do it just to get two extra. I mean, I'm only looking to bring in two. Two spurs anyway. Yeah, I think you know? you're
0: right there. If you're just looking to play two extra players, free hit is when you just want to totally scramble your team entirely. All right, that does it for the lightning round, Josh. Let's tran let's transition into Game Week
1: 19. We'll do a little preview here for you. Uh Game Week 19 starts on Friday always does damage to our stats so uh, i love that uh arsenal play liverpool uh looking forward to this game i am i am officially off work as of friday for a friday for a week and change so uh, i am very much looking forward to this arsenal match and i am in fact going to watch the last jedi uh a second time at eleven forty five a.m that day wow you're such a nerd <laughs> i really am well my wife hasn't seen it yet and so we're gonna go uh, we have to like work it out around like daycare Uh, But okay, if you're listening to this podcast and you want Brandon and I to do a if you're a Patreon supporter and you want Brandon and I to do a Patreon podcast where we just talk about our thoughts about The Last Jedi, I could easily fill an hour of conversation about this. So if that if that interests you. Uh, let us know, uh, and uh, we will we will record that podcast. This this will be like our good friend
0: Richard Orford, who he now has a dedicated FPL Twitter feed. But his his Richard Orford Twitter, there's a, actually some snappy short movie reviews that are worth checking out. There, that's that's true. So we true. We, we we can join Richard in sort of transitioning from football into movie reviewing.
1: Yeah, like yeah. How'd you guys become full term, full full time movie reviewers? Well, we had this fantasy podcast, and then we did this Last Jedi, <laughs> and now I write coffee. for the New York Times. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so game week nineteen starts on Friday. Arsenal Liverpool. I think Liverpool are going to win this game. I, I, I'm not even sure. I think it's gonna be that close, to be honest. I think I think Liverpool win like three one or something like that. Yeah, uh, I, with with a, with a Montreal goal, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'm <laughs> less convinced. I think Arsenal
0: of have- Arsenal have been a little hot and cold, but I think they're I think they're better than that. Particularly playing at the Emirates, they have a, like mm-hmm. a terrific record. I mean, not against opponents the caliber of Liverpool, but I do think it's going to be tighter than that. I think it could, yeah, it'll be I'm a two one game and it's a coin toss whether it goes Arsenal Liverpool.
1: Maybe I'm just think Maybe I'm just thinking of that four three game from the start of last season. I think that's the last time uh, they played at the Emirates. Uh, got a lot of really good matches on Saturday. I'm I'm looking forward to this. My parents are actually flying in, but they don't fly in until later in the day. I don't know. I'm revealing all this personal stuff. About
0: yeah, <laughs> about that's basically in. a window into your eye. Nobody cow. cares.
1: Nobody cares. Uh, Everton Chelsea is the early match on Saturday, and then uh, Man City Bournemouth, which should be huge from a fantasy perspective. Uh, I, yeah, I maybe I maybe will have two players in this game if I bring in Otamende. Um, we've got uh, what else we've got
0: Uh, we have the Stephen Fletcher Derby Stoke City versus West Brom that's going to be a real burn burner
1: it's a a Flarby it's called
0: (laughs) Flarby (laughs) hashtag Flarby Uh, Swansea Palace is is a really captivating bottom of the table matchup here Swansea just is that even captivating? He's like Swansea's just done. This this it's over. Well, I for them. kind
1: of I'm kind of rooting for Crystal Palace now. Like, there, are you, do you find yourself pulling for them a little bit too? Like, yeah. there's yeah, it's they're kind of a fun team in a way. And Except for Benteke, he's not very fun. Except for Benteke, who I we none of us can stand. Uh, <laughs> but I, I like Roy Hodgson. I kind of like, and um, you know, like he's like he he knows his limit, right? Like, but he's perfect at a place like Palace and. Um, yeah, yeah, I like Z- I like Zaha. I mean, I, I you have to live with his mistakes, and yeah. How about Saka with that like late? He kind of ripped it right at the end of that game. He did <laughs> like, one one of really the more nice, per- like,
0: perfectly placed shots. You'll you'll see. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I kind of as a Loftus cheek owner, I was like, come on, just put that in yourself, man. But it worked out worked out fine.
0: What about this Burnley Spurs matchup? Can, can we get a hard prediction here on on how <sighs> yeah. Spurs perform? is this going to be nil nil or, or
1: yeah it's a re- it's a real test of their um of what's going on with that squad right now you know i mean this is this is not an easy game at all uh i don't know i mean you know it's not like Burnley's set up to be super attacking at home anyway so they're going to have some of the same problems they have they've had at home at wembley this season um yeah i think this is going to be a really tough match for them um i i think they could win but i think it's like Maybe it's a one one nil game or a two one match or something like so that. You I, I don't
0: think it's you, super attack. You have an option to either captain Harry Kane or captain Romelu Lukaku. Who do you choose this game week? Uh,
1: I would captain Lukaku. Yeah, against
0: Leicester away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Any clean any, the Leicester defense has
1: been bad so far.
0: Guaranteed clean sheets this weekend. What do you, what do you think Chelsea's clean sheet odds here are against Everton away?
1: I don't know. I mean with in Everton's form, um, I don't think they're great. Um yeah, where do I see clean sheets here? Man City, I see a clean sheet there, Southampton probably. Uh West Ham, right? They've they've their defenses look really good in the last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah,
0: I might be playing Shane Duffy in my starting eleven this weekend against Richarlson. Mostly because I won't have any better options, but I'll right. be interested to see how Watford bounce back from their their humiliation this week. We were talking about all the red cards affecting just the immediate result for Watford, but it's a knock-on effect. Like, they're losing all their, their starters to these these ridiculous red card suspensions. It's
1: amazing. I know, exactly. So it's, yeah, that that team is a complete mess right now. Uh, all right, Brandon. That is that's your that's your holidays, man. We'll be back on the twenty seventh. So I think that is um, Christmas is on Monday. That's a Wednesday night. We're going to record our next episode. So uh, we actually will. I think we'll miss like half a game. Actually, we'll miss two uh, two game weeks after that. So um, just as a heads up, there. Um, so good luck, everybody. Merry Christmas! Yeah. And uh, thank you, you know, as always for listening. Really appreciate it. Thanks for putting up with all the Patreon. Uh, you know, monthly plugs that we've done the December pledge uh, the last drive. last couple of weeks, it's our pledge drive exactly. So, um, uh, that'll stop in January. So, um, yep. Good luck and Merry Christmas! All right. Follow us on Twitter
0: at, at Hail Cheaters, Facebook slash Always Cheating. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever it is you, that you get your podcasts. Patreon.com slash Always Cheating. See you, Josh. Have a happy holiday. You too, Brennan. Bye. All right.